Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley Matthews, the lead pastor at Christ the King, and you're listening to the final episode of our Advent Psalm series. There are just three days left before Christmas now. Yesterday was December 21st, the winter solstice, the first official day of winter, and the day of the year with the least amount of sunlight. Or said differently, I guess it's the day with the longest night, which seems appropriate because it's literally negative three degrees today in Arkansas. It's just as we're heading into the final days of this Advent season, uh, it's now the darkness before the dawn, I guess, as they say. And that makes today's psalm seem uh, particularly well-timed, well-placed, which I'll explain more about why in a moment. The assigned psalm is Psalm 123. We're going to read, and then we'll reflect and pray together. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to you, to the Lord our God, until he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us. For we have had more than enough of contempt, Our soul has had more than its fill of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Well, in contrast to Psalm 119, which is the longest psalm of the Psalter, we read it just a couple of days ago, Psalm 123 is notably short. That's it. We read the whole thing, just four verses. It's included in a collection of psalms known as the Psalms of Ascent. These are pilgrimage psalms. The prayers and songs that Jewish pilgrims likely sang and prayed as they made their way to the temple from wherever they lived to worship, sometimes traveling long distances. They prayed while they journeyed. They sang. Psalm 121 is maybe the most recognizable of the collection. It begins, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Similarly, Psalm 123 begins, I lift up my eyes to you. These are prayers being prayed while on a journey. Uh, When we're traveling a long distance on foot, maybe hiking, it's a habit to watch our feet. And so we have to be reminded to occasionally look up. The word eyes gets used four different times in the first stanza. I think this pilgrim sounds tired. The psalmist maybe uh, sounds tired, like he's conserving energy. He uses few words, and those words are direct and to the point. We're looking to you. He prays. We're looking for you. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. 
if you read it with this image in mind, it almost sounds like the psalmist is praying while walking into or against the wind. We have endured no end of opposition, he writes. And that's how it ends. Like he just doesn't have any more to say. And I wonder if some of us can relate to that feeling right about now. All we really feel like we can manage when it comes to prayer or anything else is maybe just to lift up our eyes and say, help. I'm making my way forward the best way that I can, but it's slow and against the wind and I'm tired. Well, if that's how you're feeling, uh, then the psalm is going to meet you exactly where you are today. The Lord is going to meet you exactly where you are today. The psalm reminded me of a book I've been reading with my sons called All Creation Waits by Gail Boss. The book includes daily readings for each day of the season of Advent. Each day focuses, interestingly, on the wintering habits of a particular animal. So one day is about turtles, another day is about porcupines, and so on. I think it's fantastic. In her introduction to the book, she writes this about Advent. Advent to the Church Fathers was the right naming of the season when light and life are fading. They urged the faithful to set aside four weeks to fast, give, and pray, always to strip down, to let the bared soul recall what it knows beneath its fear of the dark, that there is one who is the source of all life and is ever creating, one who comes to be with us and in us, even especially in dark and in death. One who brings a new beginning. This is Christian tradition at its best, she writes, moving in step with creation. When the sun's light and heat wane, the natural world lets lushness fall away. It strips down. All energy is directed to the essentials that ensure survival. Advent's stripping practices, fasting, giving away, praying, tune us into the rhythms, humming in the cells of all creatures living in the Northern Hemisphere. We tune into our own essential rhythms, she writes. When the primal fear of the dark, of an end, begins to slide over us, like it does in winter, Animals unselfconsciously and forthrightly offer unfearful responses. They take in the threat of dark and cold, and they adapt in many amazing and ingenious ways. They shape themselves to life as it's given. All of them enact heart and soul realities for us. Each in its way says, the dark is not an end, but a door. This is the way a new beginning comes. The dark is not an end, but a door. I love it. Uh, Indeed. The day that she devotes to the painted turtle is one of my favorites. She writes about um, how there comes a point every fall 
when the turtle knows that it's time to dive deep to the bottom of the pond and bury itself in the mud. I grew up with turtles and ponds, so I'm familiar. Maybe that's why I'm so intrigued. I never connected the turtles to Advent, though. But the only way for the turtle to survive the winter is to dive deep into the dark, into the cold of the water, and then bury itself in the mud where it won't breathe for six months. And apparently, not breathing for six months isn't especially comfortable or easy. It's not a long nap. It's a battle between conflicting instincts to escape the cold and breathe, find immediate relief, or do the opposite, to be very still and learn to trust. Which is, of course, what the turtle ultimately does. Rhythms humming in their cells, she writes. Assure them that that's the only real way to make it is to wait out the darkness. That's all that's required. Get in the mud and let the winter pass. I think Psalm 123 sounds to me like the prayer you pray when you are focused on not breathing too much, just putting one foot in front of the other, when you're focused on just making it. So if that's you right now at this point in the Advent journey, I think there's an invitation here to just lift up your eyes and be reminded that God doesn't need anything from you. He's not asking for anything, but rather heeds the energy that will help you put one foot in front of the other. He's the gracious voice that says to me, to the turtle, it's time to get into the mud. Let me cover you. He's the voice, the rhythm, humming in our cells, as she puts it. This last leg of the Advent journey isn't the time to gird up our loins and sprint across the finish line. The final push for Advent is more like the turtle diving into the mud. It's about letting go, slowing down, deciding to truly trust that God is on our side, working to protect us from cold and dark. He wants to help us make it through. I lift my eyes to you, psalmist writes. That's the energy he has, and it's all that's needed. So like the psalmist, we're going to keep it short today, and we're going to pray. And I would invite you to first take a moment to consider where you're experiencing or you feel like you're experiencing your own kind of opposition right now? In what way do you feel like you might be pushing against the wind? Let's take a few moments just to try to name it. We'll pause. Now thinking about the image of the turtle diving beneath the surface, uh, 
The turtle is weightless by the time it reaches the bottom. It can only think about one thing down there. All other concerns have to stay at the surface. So what is maybe a concern or worry that you would like to be able to leave at the surface for a bit? If God could lift a weight off of your mind today, what would it be? We'll pause for a moment. Lord, we lift our eyes to you. We have nowhere else to turn. You are the maker of heaven and earth and all creation looks to you. Have mercy, Lord. Give us strength to keep going. And help us, Lord, now to release to you the weight we can't carry. Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.